0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Olive Magazine podcast. This week we have an ever so slightly shorter podcast for you as we've all, including myself, come down with a lurgy. So I hope you'll forgive us and enjoy what we do have. First up we have our chief sub and production editor Gregor with cookery writer Adam reminiscing about their favourite Scottish foods. Then myself and digital writer Alex have some inspired alternative Valentine's foodie day ideas for you. So get yourself comfortable and here's Gregor and Adam.
1: Hello and welcome to the Olive podcast. I'm Gregor. I'm the chief sub-production editor and writer at Olive magazine. Adam, cookery writer, is joining me today in these uh, frightening days of nationalism in all its hideous forms to talk (laughs) about Scottish food. So um, it turns out that Adam's actually Scottish as well.
2: Yes, uh, not that obvious, but you know, obviously my accent isn't Scottish, but yeah, I was born in Scotland, lived there till I was seven and then Moved down to England, so yeah, and yeah, my, yeah, my mum's Scottish as
1: well. Sorry. So he has a taste for Scottish food, apparently. I do. And I'm going to test this out now to find by by uh, by grilling him to find <laughs> out what it is exactly that he misses about Scottish food. How Scottish are you? How Scottish are you actually? Yeah. I mean, I, a lot of people are Scottish. Yes. I'm Scottish. Yes. You're Scottish. Yes. Yeah. So well. Yeah. So what 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 food do you like? What I'm Scotland, Scot- Scottish and food. What do you miss down here? Um,
2: for me it's soup right but it's for me i don't know why i associate it food with soup but in my house there was always a pot of soup on right always there yep. was either bones boiling up for soup or like leek and potato yep. and you had it more of as like a snack before a meal yep so it'd like just see you through yep. to and i think i do miss that now cuz i just don't have freezer space one if, if i make a big pot of soup or um yeah a lot of time to Mm-hmm. Come home and just get a pot of soup, on so I do miss that.
1: Mm-hmm. I recognise that. My <laughs> yeah. my mum my was was always, was always uh, boiling up a, a mutton bone for yeah. for some soup, yeah. and uh, and also I think it's it sort of seared into my mind from these adverts from the nineteen seventies, <laughs> and it was like this soup from a chicken. Now that's clever. And it was like, it was very, very Scottish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, I was talking to my mum just the other day and she Mm. was talking about all these commercial stocks now and how it's much easier than having to boil your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it was always soup around in in people's houses when I was Mm -hmm. growing up. And uh, Scotch broth is still my favourite. So I've got my mum's recipe. I do like Scotch broth. Yeah, yeah. So, and what else? you Um, Pies. I don't pies. think.
2: I don't think. I don't think many uh, people know how well the Scottish do pies in general. Really? Um,
1: yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think well, most people would know. Wouldn't know. I, I, actually, I go every every single week. I'll have a look in Sainsbury's mm. or, or or any supermarket. That could be. Yes. But uh, that I happen to be in, and uh, and I look I look all, all up and down the aisle, or drill as we would say in Scotland, and look, I look for the uh, for the pie. That I want, which is a Dundee pie, yeah, known as a Scotch pie. Scotch here. pie. So, is that actually
2: regional to Dundee traditionally? Then, yeah. It's, so it's it's,
1: it's it's from Dundee. It was right. K- okay. Yeah, it's from Dundee, and uh, and it's yeah, it's what mutton, mm-hmm. and uh with a hot water crust, mm-hmm. and it's the best pie there is. Yes, Oh traditionally always served with baked beans as well. Yeah. Well, that that's. Obviously, for me anyway. since the introduction of baked beans yes. to the, to the yes. United Kingdom, that's been the case. But, I mean, also, people have pie and mash in England. Yeah. Or at least yeah. in the south of England. Yes. Um, and uh, it's almost chips in Scotland. Yeah. Pie and chips. Pie and chips. Is what you have. Yeah. But um, the, the good thing about Dundee pies, one of the good things yes. about Dundee pies, yeah, is yeah. the hole in the top is just the right. Um, it's just, it just had the right diameter for you to be able to insert the nozzle of a squeezy sauce bottle yes, and, and just this pump before, it yeah. full of that. Also, the best way to eat it is on a roll.
2: Yeah, no, so well, that's what well, I, that, I was. I was. You were yeah. leading
1: me on to a
2: pie <laughs> in a
1: roll. You take that roll and roll with it.
2: Um, I, well, I just think you should definitely see that more in England. That, mm. that, that just doesn't like people would balk at that. They'd be like, "Oh God, how can no?" That's unacceptable. In Scotland, that's that's, that's yeah, fair it's, game. It's dir- yeah, yeah.
1: It's 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 uh, it, carbs and carbs. My girlfriend's always complaining about that. Thinks it's a purely Scottish thing. It isn't, by the way. No, but it's um, but yeah. If you if you have a pie on a roll, mm-hmm. soaks up all the grease. Yeah, right. And as my mum used to say, fingers were invented before forks. Yeah,
2: quite there right. Are, yeah, yeah. And also, we got in the uh, office this week actually a macaroni pie, which perfect, which some people in the office had never seen before in Scotland. Yeah, years, years yeah, ago. Years. Every yeah. single
1: baker's, yeah. macaroni pies. You put ketchup on
2: the top, which, this. which again is basically macaroni cheese in a hot water crust pastry. Yeah, and it is mo- the most delicious thing you can physically eat for me. <laughs> it's, it was outrageous. It's brilliant. And and, yeah.
1: and, and for for brides, you just you, people don't even know what they are. No, fact, please explain. So that I, I don't think it's hot water crust because it's shiny, isn't it? Yes. But you yeah, can yeah. get a flaky pastry. I or think you can it get, is short crust traditionally. Yeah. I, I'm not. You can also get flaky pastry mm. on them, and you get and you get plain ones and you get onion ones. Mm-hmm. But it's basically it's mince, yeah. right? That's cooked and it's just folded over. Looks a little bit like a Cornish pasty, but I suppose it, it, it's 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 uh, it's it's folded over flat rather than folded into the middle. Right. So it's it's, um, it's sort
2: of horseshoe shaped,
1: isn't it? That's horseshoe. Because traditionally, right. I think it would. Something to do with bride because
2: it's a bridey. It's something to do with g- good luck. Okay, well, the, this uh, potentially site, this eaten on know. wedding days. I think <laughs> okay. I may be maybe, la- right. maybe making well, that. They but make,
1: I think they make two holes in the ones with onions in them and one hole in right. one without, so you can tell the difference mm-hmm. easily. Right, but you also get them in a variety of sizes. You get absolutely enormous ones yeah. for for itself, but right down to ones that you can eat. And it's you know it's I suppose it's like a Scottish cornish pasty, but they yeah. missed out the annoying. You know vegetables, um, and it's just got instead you know um, white. I think it's white pepper, and that's yeah, just about yeah, it. Yeah, that's They're absolutely brilliant, yeah. and it's also a perfect way of describing a Dundonian accent. Is is um, this is this is a, a Dundonian phrase? Seize a plain bridey and an onion and that. and that means may I please have a plain bridey and an onion one as well.
2: There
1: you right. There, you go. there was a few uh, letters missing <laughs> in the way you pronounce that there for me.
2: What about square sausage tatty scones mm. with a fry up? For me, it's not a fry up without them. Okay, immediately
1: I know you're from the west coast because you call it square sausage. But
2: I'm actually from right. the east coast. But I, I think, yeah, I think I don't know why I don't know why we always had it uh, growing yeah. up. But yeah, yeah. it's,
1: it's, it's lorn sausage they call it in the parts Scotland. Right, same thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's it would be Africa. the Glaswegian way of pretty much calling it, call would it. Be square yeah. sausage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's but yeah, that's absolutely delicious. Um, but you explain that one, please, Adam. What a square sausage! Well, yeah, it's
2: basically almost like a a square patty of sausage meat,
1: effectively. Yeah. But it's it's. I think one of the beautiful things about it is that it's cheaper than normal scotch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, and when it, when I say that, I mean dirtier. Yes. And it's sort of like it's pink. Yeah. It? yeah Even yeah, when yeah. you've cooked it. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's got that sort of that, that pink hue to it, which. You know, it's, it's been cooked for so long, it, there's no way it is undercooked and pink from that. It's just yeah. the natural hue of the meat. Yeah, but it is brilliant, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, fantastic. And again, mm. it's square yeah. to fit in a roll.
1: White pudding. White pudding, I do like white pudding. White pudding is brilliant. So it's it that's that's got scarcely any meat in it at all. <laughs> yeah. it's, it, but it's not supposed to, is it? Mm. it? I think it's just beef suet, isn't it? Yeah, Something yeah, I like say, yeah. And 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 oats and various spices, and it's like in a sausage casing. Mm-hmm. It's a pudding, a mealy pudding. Yeah, mealy pudding. And it's yeah. and it's, and it's uh, usually battered and deep fried. And um, what, what, what's perfect with that is if you if you if you split it down the middle, mm-hmm. a little bit like I don't know the English might have a chocolate clear Yes, and you fill it full of brown sauce. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that is goes. Yeah, lovely. Yeah.
2: A hanker after that. Okay, so today we were sent in some savoury shortbread. Savoury shortbread. So we're just going to have a little nibble okay. and tell everyone our thoughts. Okay. Obviously, shortbread traditionally sweet, so. mm That's a strange one for
1: me. It is because it, it isn't really savoury. That is still it's sweet. sweet. It's sweet but cheesy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's um It's actually like eating a a bit like eating a, a digestive with a slice of cheese on top. Yeah. Or rather, desiccated cheese in a digestive. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not for me. It's odd. It's like the scrapings of a coffee morning in a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, does that cover it for you? Uh, yeah, I'm well, not sure it does for me because we've only really talked about deep fried stuff. Well, and yeah. And soup.
2: Yeah. Where else would you say? Which is just about everything. The wild Others game and like, and like yeah. you know, I mean, there is yeah. far more to Scottish cuisine than what we're
1: yeah, they, letting on. They, but for some yeah. reason
2: that is always the most mem-
1: memorable. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Arbroath Smoke Apes are another one. Yes. They yeah, yeah. And, and they, they're something that I, I do miss because where, where I come from, it's only, Arbroath's only seven miles away Yeah. From it. And uh, you can, when when you go buy smokies there, you can actually, you buy them at the harbour from mm. the smokehouses and they're still hot from the Yeah, yeah, out, yeah, Eat them straight away. They are one of the best. I mean, <coughs> it's, you know, they would be immensely proud of those if they would, if, if 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 we were in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah
2: completely undervalued, I think. Yeah. In, Incredible. You know, yeah, I mean, you, British can, British you, do, you do get them in
1: Harrods and stuff like
2: that. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: yeah. yeah, they are so good. But yeah. That just about covers it for you?
2: Well, I would just... One fleeting mention to Iron Brew. Iron well, probably brew. my favourite yeah, yeah, yeah. favourite fizzy
1: drink of all time. Yeah, I mean, as a friend of mine said, Tizer is a poor man's brew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Iron Brew is fantastic. I see it's ca- catching on in England. I see it in all the shops.
2: Uh, well, I, th- I in London particularly, it's available almost everywhere in yeah. corner shops. I don't know whether that's because of the amount of Scotch, Scottish people in London, but... I
1: think, I think once tasted, never forgotten. Yeah. I think that's
2: it. It's also very funny to try and describe what
1: flavour it is to people. Peppery bubblegum. Yeah, is that? That's, that's that's how I would I would describe it. It tastes yeah. like peppery bubblegum. Sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't
2: know. I, it just doesn't, it, it just tastes like iron brew. Yeah, there's no does, other way. It's it does, like, you know, it's no no like, like it just Actually, describes pe- itself. Pepper and bubblegum
1: taste like iron brew. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. All right, then. I think we'll leave it there because that's the subject, I'd say, completely covered. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks very much for listening and uh, thank you, Adam. Yeah, thank you. All right.
0: Thank you, Gregor and Adam. Who knew there was such a thing as a square sausage? Next up, here's Alex and myself talking about alternative foodie date ideas. Okay, hello. So this is Laura here and I've got a lovely Alex, our digital writer. Um, Now, Alex, we're sort of getting ready for Valentine's Day, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> um, <So to> speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, whether you sort of believe in that sort of nonsense mm-hmm. or not, I don't particularly. It is quite a good excuse to to hang out with somebody you care about, whether that be yeah. a mate or a loved one. Yes. Um. And again, not necessarily whether you do it on the fourteenth, whether you do it around that time. I think it's a really good way to sort of go. Do you know what you're all right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely. But if you eat out loads like I do, and I think a lot of people in London do that, and and across cities across the UK, if that's kind of your lifestyle, or even if it's not restaurants around valentine's day its yeah. not always a really pleasant experience no. so we've kind of well i say we you <laughs> <laughs> you have been very creative and basically found all the perfect kinds of alternative dates that i could possibly ever want to go to so if my boyfriend's listening yes please take note because <laughs> i would like to do all of these things so you've kind of broken it down into really interesting different types of things you can do other than the traditional three-course meal yeah okay so why don't we start with your favorite place that your essential date that you would like to go on.
3: Okay, well, I think one of my favourite places in London in general is Segre and Wild's original uh, Hackney Road wine bar. Okay, I don't know if you've have you been yet?
0: I haven't been to the original one, but I've been to their second okay. outlet. Okay, well, is I lovely. haven't been
3: to that one. Yeah. So, but it, I just I think it's so romantic in its own way. It's not too in your face. It's candlelit, It's a little mm. like Parisian style bar, mm. uh, but it's got quite industrial features. It's got an iron. Um, like a grid um, but topped bar, Mm. Um, and then it's got really unusual wines. It's
0: very Hackney, but actually it does what it does really, really well, doesn't it? So the wines are incredible. Oh,
3: yeah, they're amazing. They have really unusual wines. So last time I went, they had some Austrian wines that they were they were like the, the menu changes all the time okay. depending on where they've been they've been go on inspiration trips yeah. and also um, I really like they have an orange uh, section orange yeah. wine section
0: I keep persevering with those sometimes you get really nice ones yeah you? And we had
3: two so last time one yeah. of them was far too much but yeah. then the other one was really nice I can't remember what it was but um Sarah's also um, our drinks writers also put something on the website about orange wine yeah definitely um, if you
0: search for orange wine on the website you'll be able yeah. to find a bit more detail about that because sometimes they're quite hard to navigate yeah. aren't
3: they but also they have like cheddar they have cheddar toasties on E5 Bakehouse Sourdough which is Yum. really nice to have with your with your wine and you go in and it smells like melted cheese so that's it's lovely that's the best smell the world <laughs> yeah definitely
0: and you've got burrito <clears throat> next door actually haven't you which is yes. a really nice tapas bar so yeah. um yeah I, which is one of my favorite places in London.
3: Or you could also go to um, Kingsland Road, as five minute walk away, and you can go for the Vietnamese, so me and Tay and Song K and all of those places, which are a bit more cheap, like a bit cheaper. Yeah. Um. So you can go for a nice expensive glass of wine, splash out there, nice. and then go and have something a bit more budget. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. Actually, speaking of which, okay, nicely. Uh, yeah, that wasn't planned actually, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um, I've I found some places that I thought. They, they they seem really um, lavish and quite elegant and they're impressive, exciting. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, very very impressive. But you can get some little bargains, um, which we like. Yes, we do. And
0: my boyfriend is a, a tight ass, so that's that's a great <laughs> oh. one for him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I hope he is not listening. Um, so I. Really like the sound of Wright Brothers. Um, I don't I've never actually been, but they do one pound oysters, so it's like an oyster happy hour. So they're really
0: famous for their oysters yeah. in London, aren't they? But yeah. I mean one pound for an oyster is incredibly yeah, it's good amazing. value. And
3: yeah. they're they're really, really well known for them, so you're guaranteed to get great ones. And that's between three and six PM every day. Okay, great. Um and also Sketch is and the particularly the David Shrigley room, which is this pink um, Marina O'Loughlin actually um, described it as Barbie on <laughs> on drugs. Yeah. So um, it's like velvet and has all of these amazing sketches on the walls. Mm. You just have to go and see it. But, um, just for the
0: lose, you need to go to yeah, sketch. Yeah, for the
3: loos, they moo and yeah, <laughs> they're really great. Yeah. Um, and you can go for a full afternoon tea there. Which is quite expensive, but you can also go they don't actually advertise it on the website, mm. but you can go for a cream tea, which is just scones and like cream and jam yeah. and tea. Yeah. And it's ten pound fifty. And long you long can't long, actually long. have that in the the David Trigley mm. gallery room, but you can have it in the parlour or the glade. Okay. And they're equally beautiful. Yeah, and you have can still get round. to go. Yeah. 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 So I definitely recommend that. That's a really good idea. Fantastic. Yes.
0: And talking of, like, the the aesthetics of that room, also nicely segues into your next section of, mm-hmm. of dates, which is combining food and drink with the arts. Yes. So, yeah. again, slightly, something slightly more creative. You've mm-hmm. got a few ideas here in London, haven't you? Yes,
3: yeah, so um, the reason why I came up with this idea in the first place, to do the foodie, foodie dates, is it can often be really sterile mm. when you go out for a date, it's particularly a first date, um, and... You're, for a three-course meal in a restaurant, is a bit, a bit yeah, yeah, it is a bit intense. You're literally <laughs> sat opposite someone that you might have never met before. Yeah, um, and also I just find the the whole idea of it is you can only talk about food. Obviously, you talk about yeah. yourselves, but it's nice to combine it with something a bit different that you can talk about before or after. Yeah, um, so I've. What, one of my favourite places is Bar Termini okay. in, in Old Compton Street in Soho. Mm-hmm. And that's right next door, well, not next door, but a two-minute walk to Ronnie Scott's, yeah. which is very famous jazz club. And you can go at 9 o'clock every night upstairs at Ronnie Scott's. They have live music. Amazing. Um, so um, you can go there. And before you go for Negronis, and they have pre bottled Negronis at yeah. Bar Termini. It's gorgeous little Italian coffee and aperitivo bar.
0: Cool. Um
3: and also Covent Garden Hotel do an amazing um Saturday brunch club and it's brunch and cinema club. Okay, that's so a nice you idea. go for a really lavish brunch like the table is laden with all of these bowls of fruits and compots and yogurts and then you get your hot dish as well and a glass of champagne or a bloody mary oh. and you take that down into the um the private cinema, and you watch a film. That's how so, to do yeah,
0: films on Saturdays. So,
3: that's it? it's also nice Great. to take your mum as well. So, yeah, different vibe though different yeah. vibe. Different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, and then another, like talking about the going against the sterile three course dinner kind of thing. Mm. Um, I like the idea of a foodie safari. Okay. So, I often do these like wherever I go, like you go and have you know, a snack here, a drink there. Basically eat as
0: much as we can yeah. while we're in an area. In a short yeah. space
3: of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> my favourite place to do that is Maltby Street, um, okay. the Rope Walk Market, which is really, um, it's it's got quite a name for itself now. Yeah. Um, You could do a bit of a bar crawl along there. They've nice. got Canary Gin. You can sit outside and have your gin and, and nice. the blankets. It's lovely. And it's all in the railway arches. Okay. And there's also Park bar to which (laughs) is a spanish wine bar and they have really nice ham on and you can just have a a snack there and then you can go to bagley's oysters cart and also st john's (laughs) bakery for their donuts which are amazing another really nice thing to do is um i live near little venice and you can get a canal boat from little venice to Camden Lock and vice versa so um there's a beautiful little hidden place in little Venice called Clifton Nurseries yeah and it's in the middle of all of the white houses it's a stunning area and then you just go through um a little arch and you're in this little haven of plants and they've got a little tropical house and you can go to the Quince cafe and have your um yeah, have have something to eat and you can buy your loved one a plant, <laughs> <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, and also one thing that I would like to just put out there is... It's a bit excessive, <laughs> but you can go to Paris on the Eurostar. I was excessive. It's <laughs> very
0: doable, And actually, there was a sale on Yep, long ago where you could get to, on the Eurostar to Paris for like 39 quid or something. Yeah. So it's always worthwhile checking the deals they've got. And it, the doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be an expensive trip. Yeah, and
3: it's a lot cheaper to go day return yeah. as well. And there's a great place that I think you went, didn't you, as well, recently, that oh, Les so Enfants-Perdue, and it's only yeah. a 10-minute walk from the Eurostar. So yeah. you can just get off... Hop along to there, and then you can go. Um, another five-minute walk is, uh, what's it called? It's called Rue de la Grange aux Belles. Um, go onto the website to find out how to, to, <laughs> to write that. Um, and they've got this gorgeous little um, tiny convent-turned-florist, which oh, is nice. really cute. And then you can go to Tembel Coffee Shop and yeah. um, wander around there and just get a real sense of the vibe around the canal area. And then hop back on the Eurasia. I think that's
0: a really nice idea. <laughs> Do you know, what? that actually shows some time and consideration there if your loved one plans out yeah, for you, that and is you know, quite what's more romantic than yeah, Paris? But um, I've got a Paris feature coming up in the March issue. I've got great. my interest to travel from when I went late last year, and there'll be a more detailed um, feature on my trip as well on the website, surely. So I've yeah. got my tips up there as well. Great. great. Yeah, definitely one to, to look out for.
3: Cool. And then um the last thing I I think is a really nice way of doing it is um combining it with the outdoors a little bit. Yeah. You know, walking off your your lunches, let's say. <laughs> so the Bull and Last is my favourite pub in London. Okay. I don't know if you've been yet. It's no. absolutely amazing. It's I, I went on Sunday and it's just got a real neighbourhood, like proper country pub vibe. It's nice. really buzzy. Uh, you have to book an advance though. Um, and then it's only a ten-minute walk from the top of Parliament Hill okay. in, on Hampstead Heath, really so nice. that's lovely. So you
0: just need to borrow a dog from someone and yourself. Yeah,
3: yeah, you do. Okay. And then um, also the opposite end of London, down south in Richmond, um, you can it, you can just walk along the Green, and there's a tiny little gelateria called Gelateria Daniele, and then walk along the river to Peter'sham Nurseries, which okay, is nice. absolutely beautiful, and yeah. it's got uh, I think it's got a Michelin star. Um, but there's a there's a more casual dining place for, okay. for lunch, and you can go into the little shed and you take your tray along, and I had an amazing chicken pie, and then you take your tray and you go and. Like, eat in the greenhouses and nice. it's just so lovely and you feel like you're in the country nice so, yeah well I want to go on all of those dates Alex yeah. <laughs> so
0: um, yeah if my boyfriend doesn't want to take me
3: maybe you'll go with me instead
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but Alex has got loads of other great ideas on the website too mm-hmm. from like brownie making to yes. um, yeah two other great things you can do like foodie theatre trip as well. markets yeah um they're all sort of london based but whether you yeah. live in london or not they're actually really nice things to do if you're just visiting for mm-hmm. valentine's or any other time yes. so yeah thank you very much alex i'm no inspired problem. thank you big thank you to alex and everybody on today's podcast and to you our lovely listeners thank you for listening once again to the olive magazine podcast remember you can listen for free via acast itunes or your favorite podcast provider and do be sure to get in touch with us as ever on all of our social media channels at olive magazine we always like to hear what you're thinking and what you'd like us to talk about next happy listening happy eating happy drinking happy dating and we'll see you next week